2: Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and in this episode, I'm going to answer the eternal question, are beans a protein or a carbohydrate food? Vegetarians and vegans lean pretty hard on beans as a source of protein. And even those of us who sometimes eat meat but also enjoy plant-based meals will often build our meat-free meals around some sort of legume. And that's because legumes contain more protein per serving than most other plant foods. But the nutritional profile of legumes is very different from animal protein sources. Eggs, meat, fish, and chicken get anywhere from 50 to 95% of their calories from protein, with the rest usually coming from fat. Legumes, on the other hand, only get about a quarter of their calories from protein, and the rest is mostly carbohydrate. Soybeans are a bit of an exception, being higher in both protein and fat, and lower in carbohydrate than other legumes. Peanuts, which are technically legumes, are another exception. They're even higher in fat than soybeans, and lower in protein than most beans. Perhaps because of this, peanuts are generally categorized as nuts for the purposes of dietary guidelines, despite their botanical classification. So can you get enough protein from beans? Well, although we think of beans as being a protein food, the truth is that they provide a lot less protein per serving and per calorie than animal proteins. A three-ounce serving of cooked chicken breast, for example, provides about 26 grams of protein and about 160 calories. The standard serving size for beans is a half a cup of cooked beans, and that provides just eight grams of protein for around 120 calories. So we would need to eat a lot more beans to get the same amount of protein as we get from meat. It would take two cups of black beans, that's about 480 calories, to get the same amount of protein as you'd get from three quarters of a cup of chicken breast, for example, So for every gram of protein in beans, you're also taking in about three grams of carbohydrate and a lot more calories. Now, although beans are relatively high in carbs, these are some of the healthiest types of carbs. The carbohydrate portion of beans is a combination of fiber and starch but about half of the starch in beans is actually what we refer to as resistant starch. That means it resists digestion and absorption in the small intestine and goes on to function much like fiber in the gut. The fiber and the resistant starch in beans feed the beneficial bacteria in the gut. They promote regularity. They help to modulate our blood sugar response to food. They also increase our satiation and satiety after meals, helping us feel full with fewer calories. Perhaps that's why people who eat more beans generally have healthier body weights and lower waist circumference.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast.
2: Today's episode is supported by Vegamore, a line of hair care products specifically formulated to promote thicker, fuller, longer-looking hair. Results from double-blind tests among real users showed meaningful differences in the amount of shedding, volume, and density. Now, when it comes to seeing results like this, the key is consistency. For best results, you want to use these products as directed for at least three months, and their monthly subscription makes that easy. It means you never run low, and plus, you save more. I've been using the products for a couple of weeks now, so it's still a little too soon to see the full impact, especially of the Grow Serum. But I love the way the shampoo and the conditioner smell. And I gotta say, my hair is looking healthy and bouncy. So elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash diva and use the code diva at checkout. That's V-E-G-A. M-O-U-R.com slash diva and the code diva to save 20% on your first order. Want the same expert advice
0: you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
2: Beans also contain phytosterols. These are plant compounds that are shaped so similarly to cholesterol that they can occupy the cholesterol receptors in our cells. And regular bean consumption is linked with better cholesterol profiles. So beans have a lot going for them, but let's talk about how they fit into your diet. Because when we build a meal around beans instead of meat, which is a great idea, we may need to make some other adjustments to our plates. Because beans contain both protein and starch, it might make sense to reduce other sources of starch to compensate for that. So, if you're having black eyed peas instead of blackened catfish for dinner, perhaps you skip the bread or the potatoes. Beans and rice, of course, are a classic combination, in part because of the complementary amino acid profile. But you could have a smaller portion of rice with your beans. Instead of half a cup of beans and a cup of rice, for example, you could switch the proportions on that, double up on the beans in order to bump up the protein, and reduce the rice to just half a cup. And keep in mind that if you're trying to match the protein content that you'd get from meat, you may not have as many calories to spend on other foods due to the extra calories that are riding along with that plant protein. Finally, I do need to say just a word about a somewhat notorious aspect of beans, and that is gas. Beans are particularly rich in fermentable carbohydrates. And while that makes them a feast for our intestinal beasties, it can cause us some digestive discomfort in the form of gas or bloating. People vary in their sensitivity to these fermentable carbs. Beans are usually avoided in the low FODMAP diet, for example. But those who are not quite as sensitive can often build up their tolerance to those compounds by increasing their bean consumption gradually. And over-the-counter enzyme supplements like Beano or Beanzyme can also be very helpful. In the show notes for today's show, I have links to half a dozen other episodes that are on closely related topics, including protein combining and the low FODMAP diet, and even how to avoid gas. You'll find those show notes at quickanddirtytips.com. You can send your nutrition questions to me by email. It's nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or by calling the Nutrition Diva listener line at 443-961-6206. But before you call, you might want to search the Nutrition Diva archives to see if I've already talked about the topic. With almost 600 episodes, chances are pretty good that I have. The Nutrition Diva podcast is written by me, Monica Reinagel, edited by Karen Hertzberg, produced by Nathan Sems, and our team at Macmillan Audio also includes Morgan Ratner, Emily Miller, Michelle Margulis, and our director, Kathy Doyle. And be sure to check out my new podcast with Brock Armstrong. It's called The Change Academy, and it's all about creating positive change in our habits and in our life. You'll find it wherever you listen. Thanks so much for listening today and have a great week.